Hi friends, welcome back to Nobody Knows, the self-help and career development podcast dedicated to the ones who are still trying to figure it all out in life. If this is our first time chatting together, hi, I'm Juliana. Thanks for being here. I'm a 28-year-old who has consistently felt lost in life and like I've always been behind as I navigated my 20s. So I created Nobody Knows to share my experiences and advice in hopes that we can relate to one another because I'm pretty sure that you're probably going through the same problems I am. We also have guests on here and we do in fact for this very episode to spice things up and share their perspectives on figuring life out. To the usual crew, I appreciate you tuning in again. If you have been loving this podcast, make sure you're following on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the bell on Spotify to be notified of future episodes. Lastly, I would love your feedback for Nobody Knows Podcast. The best way to show your support is either through a five-star review on either listening platform or writing to me directly on either Instagram at Nobody Knows Podcast and on TikTok at Nobody Knows Podcast, followed by an underscore. For our first guest episode of 2024, we're starting off with a bang and have not one, but two guests joining us. Grabbing Grapefruit is a story that begins with two best friends, Abby and Kelly, who had an idea to bring their values and passion of friendship, self-love, and individuality to fruition through their own unique brand. Knowing that they wanted to make a difference, create something big, and share their friendship with the world, they set out to build Grabbing Grapefruit, a brand for women from all backgrounds, cultures, body sizes, to come together and join a family, the hashtag GGFam. In this episode, we're talking about size inclusivity within the fashion industry, Abby and Kaylee's entrepreneurial journey and how they actually got the ball rolling with their idea, how they found small business mentorship and support, their advice to those wanting to start their own business, and their sentiments to those that might already have a small business but are still grinding it out in a nine to five. Welcome, Kaylee and Abby, and thank you so much for joining us on Nobody Knows. Let's start off with you telling us what you're both currently figuring out in life. It can be separate, it can be between the both of you, big or small, but just share with us what you're figuring out. I think we're just trying to figure out how to run a business and balance that, balance our our lives, Mm -hmm. uh, relationships, partners, and um, yeah, all while running a A business. business. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would say too. Just like juggling all of these things. We're so new to this. We just launched Grabbing Grapefruit about a year and a half ago. So just juggling and figuring out how to balance everything in life. It's like a lot of things that you're like juggling all at the same time, like love life, like just personal life, like the business, also like your friendships. <laughs> That's like, yes. yes, for sure. Yes. Our friendship along with like business too, like dividing that time and making sure we're having friend time and business time, I think is something we're figuring out too. I love yeah. that. And we're going to get into that more as we get into the questions, mm-hmm. but I will always start off each episode with a listener submission. Um, but for moving forward, I, I've been on Reddit a lot, like doing deep dives of Reddit. Cause like you can find so much crap on Reddit on like how to's or just like in advice from other people. 
It's yeah. you can go on in a rabbit yeah. hole. And so I did that the other day <laughs> and I realized that there's a lot of what am I doing with my life, navigating my 20s, posts, and I feel like we can definitely learn together by sharing these posts and giving our feedback or being like, oh, I would do it that differently. So you are like the honorary advice people today. And I wanted to share a Reddit post that is in relation to like your business and like business development. So I'll read you the post and then you can give your feedback and see how you would handle the situation or like giving advice to this person. Amazing. It's titled side hustle plus full-time job I hate. And then how can I stop being miserable and get things done? And then in parentheses, it says need advice. So this is perfect. Okay, amazing. Give it to us. So the person wrote, I've been working a miserable office job for three years and building up a small business for two of those years. I have a set financial goal, debt-free plus six-month emergency fund saved. That needs to be accomplished before I can quit. My estimated date for reaching that is next May. So really, I have only 10 months left at this place. This is also like a different time period, but it still applies. But I feel like I am losing my mind every minute I spend there. I cannot bring myself to be productive at the job, and I feel like I'm going crazy when I'm in the building. Every time I attempt to start my work, it's like a steel wall goes up in my brain and blocks my efforts. It's leaking into the rest of my life and making it even harder to be productive with my business and present with my friends and family. Mm-hmm. I'd quit today if I could, but I know I need to hit these financial goals so I have a bit of a safety net. So how do I snap out of this negativity and actually get stuff done and survive the next 10 months? Firstly, I'm- you're not alone. Mm-hmm. That's my first thing that comes to mind. And there's so many people that are in those situations. Mm-hmm. And personally, I'm also in a full-time job while working on our dreams. Mm-hmm. And it can be very tough. So just first of all, knowing that you're not alone. But also, I go personally through those same kind of feelings sometimes. Like it's really difficult and you're trying to balance so many things. And I think focusing on the things like your business, like Mm -hmm. it can get hard because you feel like you're juggling so many things, but focusing on what you enjoy, making that time, setting that time away for yourself and podcasts. So I I think even, so this podcast are on, nobody knows, nobody really does know what to do. Yeah, exactly. It's comforting Mm -hmm. hearing other people that are in the same situations and just hearing their struggles and how they're coping as well. Mm -hmm. I would say to take some time for yourself, go with the people you love, have a day, a spa day or just a relaxing day and remember what you're passionate about. Remember what you're working towards so that when you can, when you go back into the office and it's like that steel wall, you're, you have that backing of your friends, your family, just in the back of your head. This isn't forever. I'm working towards my dream and just really lean on those people around you. Lean on your best friends, your family members, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, anybody in your life that knows you and loves you and supports you, like really get a hold of those people too. And as hard as it is, I'm just, I always just think to like gratitude, mm-hmm. like just really focusing True. on and thinking I'm in this situation. It won't, like you said, it won't last forever. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. very thankful that I am making, I have the opportunity to make an income Absolutely. while working 
on my business and it's funding my business. Mm. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard, but you just yeah. got to keep a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree about like the reframing your mindset of, yeah, you're in like a negative situation because you're just so run down because you're balancing yeah, so many yeah. things at once and you feel like the immense pressure. But flipping it and be like, wow, I'm actually so grateful that I still can make a full-time income and pursue like my passions that one day I want to be my full income, but I can pursue that, fledge that out fully while having that extra cushion or however way you would put it into a positive light. I think that is like a really powerful tool to ensure that you don't get into the funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sounds like they have a plan and they have their goals in place. Mm-hmm. And it's just that final push, I think. But yeah, friends, family can really make an impact mm-hmm. and be that support where you just feel like you're totally about to give up. Mm-hmm. I think. Just keep pushing. You'll just, just keep pushing. <laughs> just keep pushing. You're almost there. Keep reminding mm-hmm. yourself you yeah. got this. Mm-hmm. I love it. Now let's get into the origin story of grabbing grapefruit. How did the idea for a size-inclusive apparel company come about, and what inspired you both to start this venture together? So we've been best friends for 10 plus years, ever. ever. (laughs) We do absolutely everything together. Um, We've been through so much together. And one thing that was always really challenging for us was shopping together um, because of our different sizes, our different body sizes. So yeah, so like we'd often find ourselves going to different stores to shop. Like I'd go here and mm-hmm. you'd go, I'll see you later, see yeah. you in an hour yeah. or um, different, yeah. even when it's not different stores, different sections. And that was one piece of it. Another piece was that we for years had always talked about, oh, I want to do something. I want to have my own business. We had always had that entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. uh, mindset, but we just didn't know exactly what we wanted to do. So Mm -hmm. we kind of tried a few things out and really, we started off as a wellness blog. Mm -hmm. So sharing just like our favorite products and doing like, like a Sephora haul and stuff and just trying stuff on. We created an Instagram account but that quickly turned into we can do so much more. Mm. So that's when we really started to take a look at our lives. What do we do together? Shop. <laughs> and we're at home. We're in our comfies all the time. Yeah. Let's let's do this yeah. thing. And then we just started researching how do we do this? Mm-hmm. What kind of yeah. That, yeah. That's pretty much it. I think about shopping with my friends and the whole idea of bonding comes from being able to go to the same Mm -hmm. store and sure you might be in like different racks but you can still talk right you can still like connect whereas if you're going to completely opposite stores like it's there's the disconnect like you might as well just have been alone right so I can see why you'd be so frustrated absolutely and yeah so yeah different stores (laughs) see you in an hour or something messaging you where are you like and quick device so Or yeah, like even changing rooms too. It'd be like, you would either have to send a photo or be like, oh wait, okay, when you're done, can you like come meet me in this store so I can show you stuff and you're waiting in the change room? Even, um, and being in Kingston, like I remember in college, we would take road trips to go to Ottawa just to be able to shop in stores that maybe have those sections closer together instead of going to two completely different stores. We're on different floors at least. clothes that like I actually wanted to wear that were like my age range. Mm -hmm. That was Totally. Yeah, absolutely. To me as well. 
What does grabbing grapefruit represent or stand for? So when we were coming up with this name for this brand that we were creating, we wanted something that was really, it was fun. It was memorable. We were just brainstorming a bunch of different names that kind of caught our attention. And we really came up with this metaphor for grabbing all the sweet things out of life. And, you know, some of the bitter things too, and just making them great and making them powerful and um, it Doing stuck with yeah what life has to offer you yeah. and yeah it's and it pretty memorable mm-hmm. <laughs> it really stuck with us yeah totally. and rolled off the tongue and I think it's our most asked question that's for sure mm-hmm. when we're at pop-ups because it really doesn't have anything to do with loungewear but it is something that's mm-hmm. memorable Yeah, for sure. No, I feel like it sticks and it's like long enough that you're going to remember it, but it's also catching and you're like, okay, what does that actually mean? So people are going to want to follow up with you. Yeah, absolutely. We had, we actually went and got a little ice cream, uh, ice cream treat today and we were in line and this woman came up to us and just said, oh, grabbing grapefruit. Like I thought I like memorized that name from somewhere and she ended up, she was following us on TikTok, but it was just so. It's amazing. She loves the name. Yeah. Just to have that like connection because I find like it's memorable. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah. Is it really exciting and also a pinch me moment when people in public come up to you and they've either recognize you from socials or just recognize you from the brand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's starting to happen like a lot more frequently. And Kingston is so small. So, mm-hmm. but it's big enough that we're like, oh my gosh. Like it's just, yeah, it's so cool. But yeah, we'll be. Will be any like we were at a little diner or I guess oh, not a yes, diner. It's yeah. like a new country bar mm-hmm. um, this past weekend, and some, someone in the bathroom <laughs> pointed at me <laughs> and was like, oh, "That was weird." Sorry, <laughs> and then I was like, oh. "And yeah, she's just like, you're on a podcast, aren't you?" And yeah, it's just I love it's it. Cool. Yeah. It's very cool. You'll yeah, it's so strange too, just because we never would have imagined this, but it's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. What were some of the biggest challenges that you faced while building Grabbing Grapefruit? So I think the first one being just not knowing where to start, like not knowing anything about how to build a business. And I think we really, you know, reached out to our community and started going to events and started meeting people and kind of like getting that extra push because so many scary things when you start a business and start on this like entrepreneurship path that you don't know and you don't realize are so important so I think that was one of the like the very hard things with even starting up where where to go who to contact Mm -hmm. Um, definitely yeah yeah I feel like you have this great idea and you don't really want to sleep on it because you're like, I have this great idea. But also, how does one even start that, right? Like, is it like a Google search or you're just like, talk, like you said, talk to community mm-hmm. members or like family, friends? Like, I feel like that would be really daunting to just start. Yeah. And everyone's always like, it's so difficult to yeah, start. Absolutely. You always like harbor or sit on the idea. And it wasn't, it's not like an overnight thing. It's something that I think one of the biggest pieces of advice I could offer too is podcasts Mm -hmm. so this is great for you that Mm -hmm. that you're listening out there podcasts are so informational and it really it changes your mind it changes the way you Mm -hmm. think and the more stuff that you listen Mm -hmm. to the more fuel it gave me personally to you know what maybe I can do this and there's you just learn so much and 
just surrounding yourself with the things that you want to yeah. do gives you a little bit of fire yeah, to absolutely. start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And learning new skills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I think of doing scary things or for example, like you starting grabbing rate for starting a new business, I feel like doing it alone would be extremely daunting, but doing it with your best friend, I feel like that could be like 10 times not easy, but like it would definitely put me at ease knowing I had a confidant like my bestie supporting me in this with the same vision, same idea. So how did your friendship contribute to the success of the business? It is our business. So honestly, it's everything and grabbing grapefruit would be without it. Mm -hmm. We really trust each other. Again, there's not, I can't do that. We couldn't do this with anybody (laughs) else. You have to really know the person and Mm -hmm. we've just had that luxury and we are really appreciative and thankful that we have each other because it is scary Mm -hmm. going out and trying to do something. Yeah. (laughs) Couldn't imagine doing it by myself. Yeah. And I think um, in our friendship, like we forever, we've always balanced each other out really well. And I think that Kaylee and I are very different people, believe it or not. Like we're, we have very different opinions on a lot of things. So I think just Mm -hmm. having each other's balance has helped us tremendously in our friendship and in our business. So, um, yeah, I'm saying the same thing as Kaylee. I just feel so grateful to have somebody and have you by my side because oh. for some for somebody starting a business it can be very <laughs> challenging it's hard and having someone to lean on especially like your best friend running it is special so touching on how you two like work differently or that you kind of balance each other out I want to know what happens when you have like conflict or have you ever experienced conflict like I try to think about I can't really think of the last time me and my best friends have really fought, but we'll definitely have disagreements where we're like, oh, I don't agree with that or whatever. But how do you deal with that while you're also running a business? We don't like, we don't, we've never really fought, but the difference of mm-hmm. opinion happens all the time. Yes. Um, yeah. It's going to happen. You're two different people, but there is a plus that we're seeing something that the other person doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that's what brings like a special mm-hmm effect yeah. I guess I yeah. it brings something special to, totally. to the outcome of something well I think too just having the different opinions like we've been friends we've been through so much together we've lived together for several years prior to this we've been through breakups in college and so many different mm-hmm. I like to say so many different stages of our life that we've learned how to communicate with each other and we're just throwing businessing and business into the mix. And we're really just communicating openly. You know, we're always coming to conversations with an open point of view. It's never, oh, this is a bad, this is a bad idea. No, we're not doing that. It's mm-hmm. always, oh, like maybe let's try it this way. Let's try it this way. Because we do have those different opinions on a lot of things. But because our main goal is always the same, we know we're on each other's team. We're, yeah. We're always working towards Mm. the same goal and I think as long as we remember that and as long as we're remembering that that's what kind of like helps us get through those disagreements yeah and sometimes like something we won't be able to decide on something like maybe it's a color Mm. maybe it's something like what we're gonna post next Mm. or whatnot um because we honestly do everything we both like we wear the hats we we wear (laughs) all the hats but yeah, all the hats. Really challenging. <laughs> we um, we'll just we'll come back to this later. Take some time and think on it. Mm-hmm. And so it's compromise. Mm-hmm. Like it is compromise. Try to figure out what's best for the business, but 
different perspectives are a good thing. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. It's honestly like, well, it's like any specific relationship that you have in life, but I think of it very closely as like a romantic relationship. Like you got to be healthy about the communication and like what you said with we're on each other's team. Your business is more so like in a romantic relationship, like a baby, right? Like you got to watch out for the baby, got to prioritize them. But at the end of the day, you're on the same team. And the only way that you're going to be able to work through anything is through like open communication and striving to make sure that you figure out a resolution. So like maybe you don't find it tonight Mm -hmm. or the next day or in a week or so, however long, but you still always come back together to like solve the problem. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that we, it's taken some time to learn how to do that too. Like, again, we've been friends Mm -hmm. for so long that when we were just starting out to be friends, our relationship (laughs) looked a lot differently than it does now because we've gotten older, because we've learned how to communicate and go through all of these crazy situations that have happened. They've just strengthened our bond and our communication skills. So it takes a lot of time. It takes time and effort and you have to want to put the effort in, in order for something to work. I think. I want to also ask about you two living together. Like everyone always says, never live with your best friend. Like I've done it and have loved it. What would you say about like living with your best friend? Any tips or any advice before diving into that? I was going to say not every, like there's, it's not always, uh, I think like you have to have the right, right friend yeah, and the right yeah. dynamic to do it. Yeah. yeah. It was honestly, we mm-hmm. say all the time, oh, I wish we could go back to Max. It was yeah. Max and uh, just live together. together again. Yeah. And I think too, mm-hmm. I think you have to remember too, you can be best friends with someone and you can just not get along living with them. Like some people, totally. some people just, they live differently than you and that's totally okay. That's completely okay. And if that mm-hmm. happens to you, then you know, you deal with it when you're in the house and then you can go off and you can still be best friends. You just don't live together. So I think that's the important thing to remember is if you're going to go into it, go, go hard, live with them. If it doesn't work, then, you know, move forward forward from it. We love living together. We did love living. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I would live with her in a heartbeat now too. (laughs) Yeah. I I just moved out of living with my um, best friend last Mm. year and moved in with like my boyfriend and I was thinking about it the other day I was like god I would give anything to go back and live with her because it was just like I didn't have enough time with her all the time yes we have our own rooms but we'll watch a movie together and have a sleepover it's so fun too just I don't know just thinking back to all the like things that we did and things that you did with your friend when you're living together it's just it's a good time so we hear you So I know we touched on this when you were first starting grabbing grapefruit, but did you have any limiting beliefs when you started the company? And if so, how did you overcome these thoughts and continue to put yourselves out there? Yeah, I think our first one that I jogs my memory, I guess, is um, putting our faces on social media. Like Mm -hmm. we didn't have the audience and the following Mm -hmm. and and everything that we have now. So we were really nervous and we had those beliefs or those thoughts. Are we, is this in it's, quotations, cringe? Yeah. Or what are people going to say? And all of those thoughts I know cross my mind. Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing. Just we're from Kingston. We went to high school here. So putting our faces on the internet for everyone to see, especially when we're just starting out is like, it was so scary. Yeah. So that was something, um, I would also say like 
just being a woman in business. I think that was a scary thing to look at as well. Cause I mean, we've had our experiences where it's just like women groups that we've in our community, we've really reached out to all these um, groups of women that have small businesses and we've really learned so much from them. Mm -hmm. And I think that having those like encouraging conversations with them and there's just, there's no judgment. They're all like for you to start. And that was It was something beautiful to see, but it was also something scary to look at from afar. Like, how will we be? Yeah, but that was before we before we found them. um, Yeah, it was definitely a bit challenging, and we have had some experiences where people did just look at us as two young girls wanting clothes, Mm -hmm. and yeah, so that those things have we've had those thoughts, I Mm -hmm. guess, but Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, that's really difficult. It's like you kind of just have to catapult yourself like into it. And there's no like rhyme or reason of just getting rid of those doubts or those beliefs. I think anyone would naturally have them, but it's continuing to keep going forward or like reminding yourself of your mission or like the idea that you Mm -hmm. first had, right? When you both were together, like this would be such a great idea Mm -hmm. and continuing to remind yourself. I think too, like having each other just going back to – having someone else in the business with you, um, especially it being your best friend. Like we get very, like we get nervous to, we were getting nervous to post our faces and do all these things. But Kaylee was always like right beside me being like, let's do it. Let's just do it. And um, it took a lot of time to get comfortable with showing our faces and taking pictures in public and doing all that content. But it's so nice to have somebody beside you that's just like, let's just get it done. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And so. if if like we have that luxury, but if mm-hmm. you're someone that doesn't have a business partner or someone that they can turn to, just the online communities specifically, like you said that you just went on Reddit earlier yeah. and many positive Mm. communities Mm -hmm. instagram everything like that it's really refreshing i totally agree i struggle too to like put myself out there and like make content my partner is obviously like a content creator so he has already dealt with that like years and years ago so he's sort of gotten that under his belt and like he literally doesn't care he'll go in our front of our house and yeah. stuff and the neighbors are like there he is again there's the guy that films himself but you gotta just have to be like deliberate yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, blind yeah. confidence of I'm gonna film yeah. myself or I'm gonna do take photos or whatever that makes me feel a little bit embarrassed but I'm gonna do it anyways because this is like driving towards the bigger exactly. goal and the first time you do something you might suck at it you might you mm-hmm. know you're it's about doing it again. Okay. A little yeah, bit better. better. That went a yeah. little bit better than the first time. And then just keep yeah. doing that and you'll be, a, you'll, it'll be like second nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just keep trying it stuff and it gets easier. When you were creating Grabbing Grapefruit, what steps did you take to ensure that your clothes were truly inclusive and specifically size inclusive? Yeah. So we did a lot of research with other brands that we love that really have clothing that fit our bodies the way that we want it to be fitted. You know, we're in loungewear, so we want our clothes to be like comfy and cozy and soft and be able to have like so much arm room that I'm like drowning in it basically. So we did a lot of research with what is the like normal 
extra small size? What is the normal 2XL size? And then we took all of those and we measured our own bodies. So we really, we Mm. didn't come from fashion. We didn't go to school for it. So seeing us with tape measures, figuring out the measurements of our own bodies was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And it did take, you know, it took a lot of practice and whatnot, but we're still learning and we're still trying to be as inclusive as we can. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we are also just working on even perfecting. So basically, since we've started, we've been on a journey to ensure that we're getting things right. Right now, we offer extra small to 3XL. I am a 3XL girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we do have hopes to expand even further to 6XL eventually and extra, extra small. Mm -hmm. But we have been working very hard the last pretty much year to it's get the last year, yeah. our sizing perfect. Right now, we are using our manufacturers, their sizing, yep, their measurements. So we are happy to announce that we are, all of our new restocks will be in our brand new, very custom sizing. So mm-hmm. yeah, awesome. we've worked really hard. There's been a lot of orders that have come in and we put them on and laughed like they just we, we've had we, we had to laugh because we're it's a trial and error yeah and you know it's sure. a lot of money. <laughs> but um it's just yeah it's a lot of work to get everything perfect but we're pretty confident that you know the future is just going to be even brighter for yeah absolutely that's amazing. Well, congrats. I'm really excited for that one that launches Thank and comes you. out, but you should be like so grateful of like, you've been working on it for like over a year and to finally see it. Well, once it releases the yeah. proper sizing or the new sizing, like you'll be, it's just like a full it circle. Is. Moment. Yeah. It's something we've been working towards since the beginning. This is our goal. This is our dream. This is what we want. And It's funny because you just have to laugh when we've ordered samples and samples and they come in and we have to tweak it a little bit. So we're back to the drawing board and yeah, we're just really grateful and we're so excited. So thank you because we're, we're ready for it to launch. So yeah. Mm -hmm. What have you learned about yourselves throughout this entrepreneurial experience? I would say a little bit more of how to communicate personally. And I think with Kaylee, I think we went from having this friendship, like only friendship relationship to learning how to communicate effectively for disagreements. We touched on it Mm -hmm. earlier with having such different opinions, um, you know, in just of our, just in our friendship, like life from before, um, we could have our disagreements and she could do whatever she wanted with her room. I could do whatever I wanted with my room. There was never anything we were kind of like, agreeing on together um you know those small Mm -hmm. things of course but I think communicating I think from my end I've really been learning how to communicate more effectively I would say for sure I think even just learning to be confident and gaining confidence so putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. going to events and speaking like right now like I we both would classify ourselves as introverted more Mm -hmm. so it's just nice to see that I feel like we are growing in those ways and being able to connect with more people yeah Yeah. 
I love that. I am obsessed with going on TikTok and watching people's like day in their lives. And I just love a spend the day with me or like get ready with me. I don't know. We, about yes. oh, yeah, we love watching those. <laughs> okay, fabulous. Would you be able to explain if it's separate for both of you? That's totally fine. But like explain a typical day. Yeah, we could explain uh, maybe a Saturday that we are working on grabbing grapefruit. Yeah. So, ooh, I'm like, what do we do normally? <laughs> um, I actually live an hour outside of Kingston. So my morning typically okay. starts with making a coffee, jumping in the car and driving to Kaylee's house. Right to me. Yeah, <laughs> right to Kaylee. Because her, so our warehouse is at, in Kaylee's spare bedrooms. We're like stocked with all this inventory here. I wake up, drive mm-hmm. to Kaylee's. We sit down together. We have a coffee or grab breakfast. And I think we go through, if you want to jump in. Yeah, it's a lot of like lunch dates and stuff. But yeah, we'll go at like, I don't know, like a Panera all day. (laughs) Um, And we'll just (laughs) get right into it. Focus. We both are on our laptops and just that's that's a part of it we it really just depends though because that's some of it but then we also go and do content so maybe we'll go for brunch or breakfast and get some content Mm -hmm. in our suits and then we'll go to a coffee shop work for a couple hours take a little break come back here I would say yeah if we get any orders as well during the day we'll pack those immediately when we're together a lot of content throughout the day I would say we're always filming TikToks and fun stuff like that (laughs) yeah yeah and then I would say we always end the day doing dinner we love going to dinner together and I feel like um dinner time is when we get really creative yeah like we our favorite we actually go to Lone Star and we've had some <laughs> not sponsored yeah not sponsored <laughs> Um, and we've had some really creative dinners in Lone Star and we just brainstorm and we kind of just end our day dinner and then I head home and you're off or we'll have a sleepover or we'll have a sleepover turn off our work hats and watch real show yeah Real, Real Housewives. Housewives. <laughs> Real Housewives? I was going to say, love yeah. Real Housewives. We love and too. tonight we'll be watching Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I need to get into Vanderpump Rules. I started the first season and because it's so yeah. old. We did it's that so, this like, year. Basic, we did that. And it's hard for me yeah. to get into it. I need to like yeah, keep up with it. Are, I, yeah, they're quite questionable, but yes. it gets it gets. It better. does get better. You can kind of like throw it on and like maybe do something else, and then when it gets into the like mm-hmm. newer newer seasons, it's kind of easy to catch up on. Totally. And then, what franchises of Real Housewives Ooh, do you watch? Okay, so we have to. I am one of those people that have to start from episode one, season one. I need to know everything. I am not. Yeah. No, I am not one of whatever. Of people. Go for it. But- Gotta yeah, do it right. Mean, you gotta do it right, Abby. Watching the Real Housewives of the Orange County. So mm-hmm. OC, that's the original season. Okay. I've started watching New York. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. I don't even know. I think that's... I'm like season five, maybe. But the OG New York, or like it's called New York Legacy now, because there's a new oh. cast, is probably okay, my favorite. Amazing. Okay. That's what I'm. I love yeah. it. I'll have to start that one. I started it, but it's like on in the background in my house because we've mm-hmm. made a commitment to the OC, OC together. Yeah. So we only watch that one together. But yeah, so Got good. It. they're so good. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. 
Yes. And might mm-hmm. I also add in Salt Lake City's? Yeah, it's a good one because it just started like two or three oh, years ago. So it's fairly okay. new. But they are mostly, it's based in Salt Lake City, Utah. So like everyone there is Mormon. Okay. Um, so it's very like strict. Okay. And like how they live their lives, except they're housewives. So of course they don't like abide by those rules. But like some of them are like ex-Mormon. Some of them still claim that they're Mormon. And there's a lot of controversy. So I, it's probably one of my faves oh, right wow. now. Okay, we'll, we'll put it on the list. Yeah. We'll be watching. <laughs> okay. I love it. So I know Kaylee, I think you had said that you also have a full-time gig outside of grabbing grapefruit, right? How do you balance that? I take it during the week you are dedicated to like your full-time job, but how do you balance that? Is there a goal in the future of like, it would be so great if one day I could quit my job? Is there like a five-year plan down the line? What is your sort of vision in terms of managing your full-time job and grabbing Yeah, recruit? I mean, it's definitely a challenge. Um, and there are peak times that sometimes it's just, I can't do, I can't focus on grabbing grapefruit. Ugh, like, I don't know how to, you know me better than yeah. I myself, but peak times in the year, but it's very challenging. So trying to separate the two and balancing relationships as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, it's very challenging. It's, yeah, but it's the good thing is that I have totally. an amazing business partner and our schedules are actually kind of opposite. Mm-hmm. So when I'm busy, which is during the week, <laughs> eight to four, um, I, she do everything. We you kind of like balance, balance each other really out. balance each other out. So I think right. she, has, she has really busy peak times in her, like totally um, in her nine to five. So during those times, I feel like I really like, I'm looking after the content or I'm yeah. kind of, you know, I'll be, Doing a checklist right. of what we have to do together. Yeah. And then as soon as she jumps off, I'm like, I'm spamming her phone all yeah, day. It's and I'm like, like 4 p.m. hit and it's like switch. <laughs> Pay attention yeah. to me. It's, it's funny because <laughs> I'll send her like, just because it's on my mind. So I'll send her things and in the middle of it, I'll say, just ignore this. Look at four. Like, I know you're busy. Like, it's okay. Everything's under control. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely yeah. a challenge, but I really resonated with that Reddit that we opened with <laughs> because I, I do yeah. the same things and I love my job. It's a great place to mm-hmm. work. I really do. And I'm so appreciative and grateful that I have a full-time yeah, job. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But in the future, like my goal is we're to own our own business and yeah, yeah, financially free from that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. What changes do you hope to see in the fashion industry regarding size inclusivity? Changes are already happening and I'm obsessed with that. Mm -hmm. I think basically what we're trying to do is everything that we put out, every piece of clothing that we make will range in all of the sizes that we offer. So I just, I'm loving seeing brands with more plus size models, um, more Mm -hmm. diversity, Yeah, I think we're headed in a really good direction. Mm-hmm. Moving into more community engagement, like social media marketing, how do you engage with your customers and the community that you've created to ensure that their voices are being heard? I think we use social media so much for this. Um, we we have our Instagram and we have our TikTok account, and we're really asking 
our audience and our community and our GG fam, what they want to see next, what they're liking, what they, um, you know, colors that they're looking forward to coming out. Because we really want to know like what you guys want to wear. We know what we, what we want to yeah. wear and we know what we like. And we do have two different opinions, <laughs> but you know, we want to hear from everybody else. So I think we really deep dive, especially on our Instagram polls. Those are such a great way to figure out what everybody is looking for. for yeah, sure. exactly. And I also want to say like our pop-up events too. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to get like feedback in person and we get lots of suggestions like, oh, you guys should do this color or this is too light for me. I might spill something on it, but it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just a good learning experience. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think our pop-ups too, just touching on what you said too, people come up. It's nice because we are only, we are online mostly. So popping up around the city is so fun because people will come and they'll touch it and they'll be like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this is so soft. It's so thick. And it's something like, that Abby, you don't, over here. yeah, <laughs> you gotta try this. Yeah. So it's just something that you don't see because we're mainly online there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for listeners that are also wanting to market their small business, would you say that social media, like you said specifically with Instagram polls or like the functions on social platforms, is that like the best cost-effective marketing method? Absolutely. Yes, I would say it's helped us from the get-go. We made we made an Instagram account before we even knew Grabbing Grapefruit was going to exist. We made it. We... Mm-hmm it just starts getting your brain rolling of all the possibilities. And it's free, you can sign up, you create an email, and you can really reach, you know, for us, because we are online, we're reaching all over the world, really, we do only ship to Canada and the US right now, but we're reaching people in Toronto, in Nova Scotia, in British Columbia, in Washington, it's just, it's such a Oh, it's just, it's such a beautiful way of communicating with people. And that's how, that's how we found you as well. Our TikToks and, and Mm -hmm. Instagram, just being able to connect with the community. And you get to build your own community. Like you start to find people that um, you wouldn't otherwise find if you're just, if we're just a store and Mm -hmm. and stuff. So yeah, Yeah. social media all the way. All the way, for sure. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you worked or work to find like support groups within Facebook and and on Instagram or just like on social online. How did you go about like finding mentors or models or role models that could help you guide you through the process of grabbing grapefruit and like actually building the business? So we, um, just speaking locally, we've been involved in, it's called the Weekend Project, but it's a network of women. You have to be a business owner, but it's just a great place to come together and attend workshops, networking events. So we're mm-hmm. personally in that one, but the city also has a free, like it's through the government. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, so all cities probably have something like that, but they offer free resources. They'll do one hour consultations on this or that. And the university, Queens University, were with through their law Law. clinic Mm -hmm. so you know we're really using resources that that want yeah Yeah. and that want small businesses to succeed um and that want to help you Um, but eventbrite 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 is amazing there's always stuff going on in your city and you just need to find what you're interested in so we don't know anything about taxes sign me up for a (laughs) tax 101 course that's free (laughs) like this stuff is free and Mm -hmm. the knowledge the resources is there right just speak in maybe mm-hmm. a different sense for some of your listeners, UGC, 
the mm-hmm. user generated content community. If yeah, you know, if there's anyone listening that wants to start, I guess, affiliate marketing yeah, or yeah. C- creating content. Mm-hmm. There's a whole community mm-hmm. just by searching like hashtags. You can find people that like hashtag quotes. Right. You can find people that love quotes, mm-hmm. the same quotes as you and just connect. Yeah. yeah. I want to know how you manage and stay on top of the quote unquote unsexy bits of your company. Like it's so great when you get to connect every Saturday and you get to go to the coffee shops and do the things that like mm-hmm. you're just naturally going to want to do. But how do you make sure you have to take care of the boring stuff and the stuff that no business owner really wants to do it. You gotta make time for it. You just gotta block off that chunk of time. And just power through. Taxes especially, there's so many just behind the scenes stuff that isn't the fun content and the fun figuring out your next Instagram post. So scheduling a time, sticking to that time and just getting through it. It's challenging but it's it mm-hmm. feels good when it's done at least exactly. for sure. It's like a for me I'm like it's like a workout. Like you like the I might not want to go exactly and like work out and then when I'm done it just you feel so much better. A mm-hmm. weight's lifted off you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So schedule that time and stick to it. Power through it. And if you're not sure also like circling back to the communities like use google like google was our best friend youtube is your best friend it's definitely been our best friend throughout creating a a fashion Mm -hmm. brand and use your resources there's so much knowledge and resources at your fingertips it's unreal so um yeah like i don't know i've listened to a lot of instagram accounts there'll be those like 15 second clips that are so motivational when I'm feeling like I don't want to do something just putting those on getting through it and also just one more thing too is so we like we kind of said earlier too we wear all the hats so we're every single thing you know you see through grabbing grapefruit is through us so when you get to a point where you can ask for help like Uh, Like you can always ask for help, but we've gone ahead and we've hired an accountant to do all of that nitty gritty stuff for us because we're at a place that Mm -hmm. we have so many things going on. Like we thought it was so important to make sure, you know, we need our books straight. Um, So we've gone ahead and done that, which is like a weight lifted off your shoulders too. So if you get to a point where you can do that, you know, ask for the help. You don't have to wear all the hats for everything for sure. I love that. I think that's a really good point. You had highlighted that you are soon to release new sizing that you are more in line with, but what other milestones are you most proud of with grabbing grapefruit? I think there's a, there's a lot. I think our first year Mm -hmm. celebration, like we just uh, celebrated our first year um, in business on in September of Mm -hmm. last year. So I think that was a huge it was a huge compliment accomplishment yeah we celebrated we celebrated but we also (laughs) had a photo shoot a very large photo shoot for the re just to redesign our website which was incredible it was such a beautiful turnout and it was almost it just felt so good to have this community of women around us that were representing grabbing grapefruit they were just so motivational and powerful women seeing them in our clothes for our one year was just it was it was incredible it was such a great feeling so definitely the one year mark was a great milestone for us I bet that was like so empowering too and to like actually see your vision 
come to life as well as have it be surrounded by your community. Especially too, because we designed our website and how seeing how it was when we first launched versus what we've built Mm. now and made all of these beautiful connections with these women is just incredible. It's incredible. So we're super. Yes. The the growth. growth. Exactly. You both mentioned that when you were growing up, you did everything together and specifically shopping. So I'm interested if there is like a actual storefront in grabbing grapefruits future, because I feel like the community could be grown even more by having like best friends come into a store and like shop together. Is that in your plans for the future? Um, (laughs) We've always kind of seen ourselves as like the online storefront and we Mm -hmm. really cherish and love our Mm -hmm. pop-ups. So we're not sure if, yeah, if right now, Mm -hmm. for right now, I think our five, 10 year plan, we don't see ourselves opening a storefront um but we definitely see ourselves in stores as pop-ups being able to be there and meet the best friends that come in to shop and advertise for other Mm -hmm. businesses that we're obsessed with and that we love that carry extra small to 3xl and above and beyond and yeah and like we have been in in some stores as well and i think those have been really great so i think that for sure in the future absolutely a lot of things have shifted since the pandemic i feel like and you know it really did hit hard on Mm -hmm. a lot of small businesses so i think that is well i know that's also in our mind so Mm -hmm. online is just more accessible to to reach more people i think Mm -hmm. Totally. And even in the spaces that you said that you are in like in person, I feel like you're creating experiences in existing locations, allowing best friends to like shop together and and pick the same sizes in those already existing Mm -hmm. locations. And it's so much fun too. We've done several pop-ups and it's so much fun to see best friends come into our little corner and we get to tell them a little bit about us Mm -hmm. and they get to see us together. And it's just, it's, it becomes electric. And I think that that's, that is definitely the goal and to continue doing pop-ups. And I think doing pop-ups, we've only done them. We've done all of them in Kingston, then one in Ottawa. And I think definitely a goal would be to do more pop-ups around Canada and then hopefully a venture into the U.S. as well um, in person to meet, you know, we call them our GG fam. So to meet our GG fam and to meet, you know, those best friends that want to come shop with us too. So what advice would you give to other best friends who are considering starting a business together? I would say, do you have something to say too? It's a lot of work and you have to make sure that you're ready for it, I guess. Mm -hmm. I would say too, like look at your track record of being best friends. I would say, look at the way you communicate. I've probably mentioned communicating like 15 times just because I feel like it's so important. Yes, we love healthy communication. Um, (laughs) Look at the disagreements you've had in the past. Look at, you know, situations that you've been in that you were, you know, you had to be a team with your best friend and go from there and have those conversations. They're tricky and they're hard and they're uncomfortable. But I think if you're going into business with somebody, you need to have those conversations or at least have that level of respect for each other. Boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. See, 
just see what they want, see what they're looking to get out of it. Drive ambition. Mm-hmm. And if it's similar to yours, yeah. I think that's really important. Because mm-hmm. the, pa- the passion that you have behind a business, I think is so important. And you want to make sure who you're going into business with, which would be your best friend if they have the same end goal for the business mm-hmm. as you do for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know if you, I'm sure you do, if you've already been in business for like over a year and a half, but if you have any funny or like super, super memorable moments from your entrepreneurial yes. journey. Yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, did you want to start off with our, our mucho? Our, yeah, okay. our first ever pop-up event. We, it was a snowstorm. <laughs> So we'll set that we'll set the scene. We'll set the scene. So the first ever pop-up we did was three months after we launched. So it was in January, September, October, November, December, four months. Yeah. In January, snowstorm. It was a Saturday. Absolute snowstorm. Oh, no. We had Kaylee's car packed to the rim with every single piece of inventory that we had. Everything. Everything. <laughs> and we and we were going to Mucho Burrito. Mucho Burrito was our first pop-up ever. Like a burrito, okay. burritos and loungewear. Come on. Yeah. We walked in the doors and it smelled like burritos. It was just, it was crazy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And we literally brought every single piece of inventory we had. We set up shop. And we thought we were going to sell out everything that day. Yeah. Like, and I tell you, we had these huge four maybe yeah. bins, big, what are they called? Rubbermaid just, bins yeah. and filled with sweatsuits so many for them <laughs> our clothing racks everything our desk, tables tables big signs like we thought we were like this is it we're gonna <laughs> sell out we're gonna like we made it burrito um i don't even know if we cleared one bit yeah we i think we had I was going to say, how many bins did, did you not, sell? We, we sold a few we things, sold, but it was yeah. not any. We thought we were going to be lined up out the <laughs> yeah. door. Like, it was crazy. So I think it's just, that was really funny to look back on all that work we did and yeah. just the two of us. Like now we we bring our partners mm-hmm. to help set mm-hmm. up. And we, you know, this winter time too, like last winter we did a couple pop-ups and when you're when it's a snowstorm outside and you're carrying stuff and you have to put it, like it's just, we oh, took a little break crazy. from <laughs> pop-ups this winter time but um it was it's just so funny to look back on little us just trekking into mucho burrito with all of our like every literally every single piece of inventory yeah we need like all time i think that's so sweet it was so funny to look back on and like for listeners who like aren't from canada like canadian winters are no joke especially in january like it's really hard it's like snowing and raining at the same time and you're wearing you have to wear like these huge boots we had cupcakes too do you remember that we went yeah it was crazy we went so hard and we were but do you know what at the end of it we just we laughed and we had such a great time and we played music and our families showed up and it was just like it was just fun so yeah yeah. And I think like anyone has to start at that sort of have as yeah. an experience like that. Maybe yeah. it's not that <laughs> mucho burrito, but it's their equivalent, right? And they need and I think it's a true testament to your both of your characters that you went balls to the wall to make sure that your first pop up, your first experience connecting with people in person was a stand up job. And yeah, looking back on it, you're like, it was so funny. And we didn't really make a lot of sales. But like, it just shows that you really take grabbing grapefruit and yourselves seriously thank, as business thank you so much it's and that's the thing too like it could have easily been oh you, maybe we shouldn't do like after mm-hmm. that day like maybe we don't really have yeah. it in the bag and, and stuff but just keep mm-hmm. working and 
Yeah. So thank you for saying that because yeah. we just it's it we're just laughing thinking about it and talking about <laughs> it because we just we love it so much and um yeah we're just so excited so. Before we wrap up, I want to give you the time and the space to share with listeners on where they can find you, like your website, your socials, anywhere that listeners can touch base and follow you. Yeah, so we are on Instagram. We're at Grabbing Grapefruit. We're also on TikTok at Grabbing Grapefruit. And then you can find us. You can do all your loungewear shopping at grabbinggrapefruit.com. We also have a little gift for all of your listeners. So if your listeners go onto our website Love it. <laughs> and use um, the use the code NKP15, they will get 15% off of their purchase. Awesome. I love that. I'm like going to go on afterwards and yeah. use it so I can like get a little set. I'm so excited. I've been like creeping and I'm like, I don't know why it's taking me so long to uh, buy something because I love all of your designs. I just, but I need, maybe it's like too much to choose from. I need to figure out which one's my fave first too. and then yes. start wrapping up my wardrobe. There's lots <laughs> to choose from and we'll always be here. So yeah. you know where to find us. I love it. Thank you so much, Kaylee and Abby. It was such a pleasure having you on today. We learned so much just in terms of like a friendship dynamic as well as going for it with your business idea and like not giving up on yourself. So I really think everyone can take something away from this discussion. I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us.